But we hot, bro. So the mic, the mic on. We gonna have run the show. No, I mean that's. I don't know that. That's kind of depressing. That sounds really depressing. Uh, I mean, we, we we talked about this a few times. Like, how is somebody supposed to reconcile that? I mean, I hope I hope the kids don't feel too much pressure, but. I don't know. I don't it's, know, bro. Um, it's, it's definitely something you have to kind of uh, determine. And it's almost like there's no middle ground. You're mm-hmm. either, all right, just go out and have fun with it or all in. There's like no, hey, we're just going to um, keep it sensible. Just do it because we kids. Yeah. So it's um, it's tough to figure out which, which road to navigate. And so that's what we're trying to figure out now. I, I wouldn't I don't know that I really don't know like I don't know what to tell a kid that you know what I mean it wasn't that much pressure hooping as a kid well, does he feel like you're being pressured like do you ever talk to him ask him like yo how you feeling about not being six feet yet <laughs> nah that's the thing. I, I mean, I, I think that's the thing. Is you don't pass it on to the kid. You kind of internalize it and talk to, um, you know, amongst, you know, your significant other. Mm-hmm. You talk to other parents. Cause yeah. We're not the only ones, but like everybody's trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, no. I know. Um, you know, figure out the right ways, the right paths to take to get, you know, whatever it is they want out of the I mean, you still feeling like you're going to do the, uh, wait, say something, check, check your mic. Mic check. Mic All right, yeah. Check. Y'all still feeling like, you know, it's just going to be a good means to get to, uh, that scholarship at Albany State? <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal, ain't it? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, because I said, he's, he's more than apt, apt academically, so. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't. It's not like, oh, if you don't get that, you're not gonna be, um, you know, you're not gonna be all right. So, yeah, he'll be he'll be more than fine without it. I got you. Well, I mean, hopefully he uh, he has a good time with it. But yeah, yeah. Well, the world has changed. You know what I mean? About that. So uh, I don't know. I know, uh, you know, we've been going back and forth about it in the chat about who's a casual fan and who isn't. You know, I'm just like, eh, we're all casual until somebody started talking about X's and O's. Like, you know what I mean? Princeton's more of an expert than anybody in the group right now but you. So, 
I ain't yeah. shot a basketball competitively in two, three years. No, I, I, who has time for that now? You know what I'm saying? Kevin Sane was out here telling us we ain't got time to watch no Marvel cartoons, no Marvel movies. I mean, who got time to watch NBA games and just trying to be a student of the game at, at our age? You know what I'm saying? Got to be a high-value person. You ain't got no free time. Supposed to be working all the time. Anyway, uh, yeah, this ain't working out like I hoped it would, but we'll see. Hey man, run run the intro, man. Let's see what's up. Let's see what happened. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to That'll Be Eight Thousand Podcast, aka the Black Awareness Rally of Podcast. You be rocking with anybody else somewhere right now, but you're here with us. And for that, we do appreciate you, sir. Man, pleasure. Long time, my main man, Big. Sup. Y'all. And we welcome everybody to the discussion. It's been a minute, man. Yeah, man. Summer breaking. Summer breaking. Yes, yes, yes. I know I'm I'm guilty of that same thing. I've been uh on the move trying to make up for uh last summer of not being able to go anywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been, you know, just trying to uh been everywhere and back. Yeah, but um, we had to check in with the people to um, you know make sure they know that we still here and that we still um, you know intend to, to spit that truth through the air. So, man, I have not done what I wanted to do this summer. I'm at work. I'm gonna actually check, did some shopping, stuff like that. But I uh, I haven't been on the move as much because I didn't know if uh. Then my usual activities were going to be up and running, so a lot of them are kind of coming back, like in September. Like festivals and stuff like that. Yeah, like concerts, festivals. I know some of them like sporadically popped up, but uh, some of the major stuff that I want you got on my bucket list. None of that is coming back until like October. So, yeah. Uh, but I have been seeing like these random, not random, but new to me stuff popping up. Here and there, and uh, like later this month and this month, so been kind of wincing at that. Kind of make feel like I, I waste my, wasted my summer a little bit, but uh, I don't know, man. These these COVID variants and all that stuff starting to pop back up. So, uh-oh. yeah, yeah, it's, it's making me wonder if we're gonna um, be able to enjoy the same level of freedom that we have right now. Almost yeah. have to, you know, uh, lock things down. So, or I mean, or people just—I'm I, I hearing people say, "Man, you know, they they can try to lock us down again, but we're not having it for a second time." So, what do you mean we I'm not having people it? Say that they're not—they're like they're not going back to like a quarantine type situation. All right, silly uh, people. Hold on. <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't see why somebody would be that silly about the quarantine. And you you want to get these these numbers back up? Then yeah, be my guest. Go ahead and jump yeah. out here in these uh, COVID streets and catch all these uh <laughs> these cases again. You more than welcome. I'm not finna argue. See what happens. Yeah, I'm not finna argue with people about that no more, man. You don't want the vaccine? Cool. Like I uh I got sent something on Instagram by one of the OG triple OGs and uh. Like, I went to the page to, like, watch the video he sent me. 
And that was a mistake, boy. I shouldn't have went to that page. Uh, as soon as I got there, it's like clip after clip after clip after clip about conspiracy theories and all this crap about the vaccine and all this silly crap. And I was like, man, people still on this, bro? Like, where the next conspiracy theory at? You're like, y'all still on this one? So, I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I'm disappointed. I, mean, I think people have dug in. They're either going to get the vaccine or they're not going to get the vaccine. I don't think people are going to be um, talked into the vaccine at this point. I, I think at this point, you're either going to get it or you're not going to get it. So, I mean, I was thinking the same thing, but I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just thought we was done. Like, I thought there was no more talk about all the silly stuff. Like, oh, the white man trying to eat your babies. I, I thought we was off of that, man. Was... I mean, I hear you. I did, I did hear that the, the group of people that the most hesitant group of people to get the vaccine have been black men. <laughs> um, despite what, despite like what, you know, the media is saying, uh, but I've heard that the most hesitant people to get the vaccine have been black men. Um, you know, we're kind of lagging behind in the most prob I think the most prominent group of people to get the vaccine have been black women. So it seems to be, you know, we're at opposite sides of the spectrum. Uh, when it comes to the statistics of who's actually getting the vaccine, who's not getting the vaccine. I don't know, man. Uh, last time I checked, man, people was on uh, on that same BS from the beginning of the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we probably overrepresenting black people as black men, but, you know, the MAGA lovers and all that stuff out there in middle America, real America, they ain't been getting it either. So, uh, I but I think that's uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I in I think that the that information about the black men actually being the ones that are leading. I think that was in contradiction to what they were saying about um, which side um, or which race is more hesitant. I think they mm -hmm. released the actual statistical data mm -hmm. to show that actually black men are leading not so don't buy into the rhetoric of oh if you get the vaccine you're on this side if you don't get the vaccine you're on this side um i mean because that and, and that's one thing that's starting to kind of um rub me the wrong way is that everything now is politicized everything is 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 a point of division um not just along um you know political sides but also amongst racial lines and it's like i mean it's just I don't know. I think that seems to be the driving force behind everything right now is, um, you know, pick a side, you know, and, and ride or die with your side no matter what. Um, and it's like not everything is, is you know, that, that clear and decisive or not everything is meant to be a slight, you know, against um, a whole group of people. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I've been trying to, to that point, I've been trying to like really cleanse my palate to like this, the jargon. Uh, I tried to stay away from like major highlights. You know, I still got my little history thing I'd be doing, but <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? According to Kevin Samuels, I ain't got time for that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I have been seeing him everywhere. 
uh, that's been interesting. But uh, yeah. nah, man, I just the, I'm, the I'm tired of like Kevin the left. Stayed hot, huh? Kwame Brown has kind of cooled off a little bit. Kevin Samuels has remained hot though. Yeah. Well, that that whole little section of the internet is just always puzzling to me because uh, sometimes I uh, it would check out like maybe like their little twenty minute clips or whatever they'd be talking about. More occasionally, not not necessarily, um, but occasionally, um, you know, I, I'll get a, a YouTube. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, you know, something that they said. I saw he was talking to, uh, when he was like white hot back in May. Uh, Kwame Brown. I was gonna check out that uh, Judge Jerron interview he did because I was like, oh man, you know, talking to older people and stuff. So he was like trying to do all the community building or whatever. Man, Judge Joe Brown a racist. I was like, what is this? I can't listen to yeah, this. Judge Joe Brown's a wild boy. I was Judge like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I couldn't make it five minutes. I was like, yeah, I can't listen to this, man. This I thought they was gonna talk I about actually, I actually listened to that. I actually used to listen to that. I remember <laughs> listening to it on the way uh back from Atlanta, one of my trips from Atlanta. I remember yeah. listening to it then and I was like, Man, Judge Brown is not only is he like wild, you know, um like the stuff he was saying in reference to women and stuff like I mean, he's just like... It's just like, terrible, crazy. huh? I was like, what is this? Like, so, you know, you know, I can't really say that's a, a race thing per se, but there's, like we was talking uh, a few shows ago, like, man, black people be on the same stuff, white people. It's just a, you know, ain't no real difference. Well, there are some real differences, obviously, but in the thick of it, I mean, you got people that be like squarely in the middle and be adopting some of the crazier ideological points and cultural perceptions. And Judge Joe Brown is an example of that. Lord Jesus. If I had closed my eyes, I'd have thought it was, you know, somebody on Fox News or YouTube and the QAnon conspiracy. I was like, man, what is he talking about? Like, what is this? I, I just, I didn't understand. I was like, man, like. But, you know, I had to stop because yeah. I'm so tired of hearing the words left, right, conspiracy, uh, well, not left, right, uh, conservative, liberal, uh, what else? What else? A Democrat, Republican. I'm just, yeah. I mean. But, but I agree with you. I, I think that all of us are more alike than what we will admit to. But the question that I have is who. Who are the who's a group of people or the organization that benefits from all the division and benefits from I mean and, and benefits from all the, the drama? And the only people I can say are the media, but are, are, are the media are they powerful enough to um, to keep you know stuff going the way they the way they have over the last I would probably say four or five years? I mean, is it is it all in the media, or who else is benefiting from saying from creating you know drama and division and you know plotting people against each other? Who who are the people who, who benefit from that? I well, in terms of benefit, like you talking like just getting paid, like who makes money from this? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who, who, like who, um, who does it give it an advantage to? I, I would say, you know. In and out of mass media, you know, mass being, you know, people that have these platforms where they reach millions of people routinely. 
So as much as Fox News loves to say they're not a part of mainstream media, they're part of mainstream media. As much as uh, everybody claim that, it, oh, it's, it's mainstream media. I mean, the people that be yelling at the most are the mainstream media. Like, we wouldn't be considered mainstream media because we don't reach a particular amount of people. So anything we say would be considered fringe. Now, there are people that are also in our group that are considered fringe that benefit from the division. Uh, I don't know if you uh, saw this article on CNN. Uh, matter of fact, I think Joe Biden had a press conference. I think the attorney, not attorney general. What do you, what do you call it? The attorney surgeon, surgeon general, surgeon general. Yeah, I think uh, I think that was him. But he he put out a, he did a press release from the White House briefing room talking about like there's a a disinformation dozen on social media. These are you know these are people that are outside of mainstream media, but they have these social media platforms that are really huge. And they benefit from the division that we hear a lot get attributed to like mainstream media. So, um, and in that group, it's some black and white people. So they all saying the same thing. Oh, don't trust the government. Oh, they trying to kill you. Oh, they trying to infringe upon your rights. Oh, don't take the vaccine. It's all the same stuff. But they do put a little spin on it. Oh, it's the left. It's the right. It's the liberals. It's the conservatives. It's the mainstream media. It's Joe Biden. It's Donald Trump. It's, you know, all, they just, they all say the same stuff, but they might color it a little bit different. So, man, it's big business at this point to keep people divided. Like, it just makes money to do that. And uh, I don't think people are being genuine. There's a lot of people that are pretending like being disingenuous, trying to blame somebody else. It's like, no, nah, but you're perpetuating it. There's like very few people that are talking about, hey, man, this is like not specifically a class thing, but just common human decency stuff, man. Like that gets thrown out the window so much in the name of, you know, let me play this game to get paid. So, like you said, what if it, if it bleed, it lead? Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. And then you got some people, I don't know how we keep bringing Kevin Samuels, but they claim that they're trying to, you know, connect groups of people. And even that is just a lightning rod and divisive. So, yeah, it's got me wondering, yeah, do like, we even like want to hear anything positive? Pitting black women versus black men now. So even amongst the, 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 the group, you know, that the group that's already been divided, you know, from from the rest of society. Yeah. Now, even within that group, there's another division between oh, um, black women and black men because you know there seems to be a war at you know a war of oh you know you know whatever whatever it is that week that he that or that day that he, that, that something he's talking about yeah. of how you know so you know as I said I I, I do think that's kind of the i don't know i mean that seems to be the the low-hanging fruit per se of is um you know how can i you know what can i do to cause drama and division amongst a group or whatever and that's gonna um, equate to ratings for me that's gonna Uh, create eyeballs it's gonna create um you know 
likes, retweets, or whatever it is that somebody's after, or whatever. It you know what's weird? The, the winning formula at this at this at this moment right now. It's even getting in sports, man. Like it's hard now to just watch sports, and I ain't even talking about like the political stuff. Not even like not that deep. Just cats going at each other instead of just doing the job. So, um, now you got like Stephen A. Smith, uh, like Rachel Nichols, Maria Taylor. It's like, yeah. again, I know it's not, I don't want to like make it a racial p- politics thing. It's just really divisive stuff happening, like a lot of lightning rounds. Like, I cannot listen to Stephen A. Smith anymore. <laughs> I don't think I listened to him since the first round of the playoffs. I just, it's like, dude, just, I know your personality, and I know you're supposed to be, like, the firebrand for ESPN. But, dog, like, can you tone it down a little bit, bro? Like, you just say the craziest stuff, the most divisive stuff. And it don't be, like, again, it don't be centered on race or politics. It just be divisive. And I'd be like, bro, like, okay, people smoke weed now. Let it go. Let let it go. (laughs) Can we get over that? Now, Now, let me ask you this, though. You know, like Kwame Brown was one of the first people to kind of point out, um, you know, saying, hey, there seems to be a concerted effort to call out black men by these sports personalities. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it is the sports personalities, uh, take for instance Stephen A. Smith, that's doing this, or do you think that he is getting... I don't, I don't want to say marching, marching orders, but he's yeah. getting some kind of um, being led down that path by how, higher powers that be at ESPN or whatever <laughs> network these sports personalities might be working with. Or are they just saying, or are they just seeing that, hey, he says this, people, it gets he, he gets engaged, and so we're just going to keep letting him say that. Like, which one of those scenarios do you think is, is, is more, you know, more accurate? I want to say... It is not some sinister plot from this, you know, guiding force. But because ratings matter, when you do certain stuff, it get people fired up. It get clicks. It get reviews. And uh, if I learn anything from Kendra in the last six years, whatever you got to do to get them clicks and the views and them likes and shares and them comments, do it. And uh, that brother certainly keeps the the trend moving um i actually listened to uh i know dan lebatar wasn't with espn anymore did you know that yeah yeah i knew that i didn't um, I was like i thought he was just there he just had a show like anyway. yeah he, he i think it was it was in the within the last year that he yeah yeah i was like so, yeah dan he's, still doing not, thing. he's still doing like this dan yeah. i'm sure it's just not on yeah. ESPN. So. so in that in that show he had jamel hill uh and like two other personalities that was at ESPN, it was like an Arab brother um, on there one time with Jamel Hill, and they were talking Amid, about the Rachel, right? The, the I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were talking about the Rachel, uh, Jesus, Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols. Yeah. yeah, that that debacle, and in it, yes, you know, they were going through like what it was like to engage with the management at ESPN, and so they were like, man. ESPN isn't some all-knowing, all-seeing, guiding force that is out to get people. 
they were like, man, they're really sloppy, really haphazard. They don't know what they be doing half the time. They just be like, oh, crap. This is what people want us to do. We're just going to do it. And yeah. so, uh, I mean, Stephen A is the face of ESPN right now. Yeah, he's probably the highest paid personality yeah. at the network. So. Yeah, so. Um, and, and, and that's the thing is that I think, not, not to say the, the shut up and dribble, stick to sports analogy, but ESPN used to be all about sports. Now it's shifted over to culture and now that culture has shifted over to politics almost and it's almost like it's all aligned and i'm pretty sure if it was just all sports it's been like oh we 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 know that lane we've mastered that lane we're the number one leader in that lane but now it's it's almost like they they're they're switching lanes or whatever and they're not that's 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 the tone that i got from i i didn't i didn't hear the whole interview that Jamel Hill did, mm-hmm. but I did hear parts of the interview. Um, yeah, they they you know, just snippets of the interview. They're extremely it's, reactionary. It's almost like they they know how they know they know how to handle sports, but the culture and the politics they're still trying to catch up to that, you know, to that lane or whatever. And they're like, all right, well, this is the stuff that people tune in for, so we have to give it to them, even though we as a company don't have the structure to support how yeah, things how you know when when things break out. Yeah. How do we handle it? Uh, true. I know they uh, gave like some specific instances about like how things should be run if management were competent, as they put it. And they were like, uh, you know, just with the Rachel Nichols situation, they was like they don't necessarily feel it was like a a really really racially motivated thing that she did. Like it was messed up to be sure, but they was like she was pissed and they were like it's justifiable because ESPN's management is so inept that they told two women that they were going to have the same job <laughs> and when and the was, rubber it was actually in Rachel Nichols contract yeah to say that she would be and then as I said they were feeling pressure because because like, the way the world was moving they, they, they were feeling pressure and they, they like, show promote this yep and I mean as I said it's it's um so I, I mean, it's probably a whole other show on how that has um, played out, how the how that situation has played out. Um, you know, I do think that you know a certain someone they leverage the situation to to try to um, you know get a new contract um, out of the situation because I mean, you got to remember this happened last year in the final, so this is old news think, compared to compared think, to the timing of it. You think she? Now, you think so. she did it? No doubt about it. She they did. saying she didn't do it. Come on. Oh, let me. Let me I'm just. Later, I'm just. I'm just give you. I'm just give you what the people that work there said. Deadspin wrote an article on it when it happened last yeah, year. Did it get any traction? No traction, right? Yeah. And next year, when you know. This pops up. They were like, uh, Maria Taylor didn't, she wasn't the one that put it out per se. They were like, somebody brought it to her and then somebody else like interviewed. They were like, basically, there's like five people involved with the debacle. And it, it, the timing, the timing, the timing, the timing. I, I will, it the does look. Very it looks crazy, but it was like it was too many people involved behind the scenes for it to like leak. Yeah, 
uh, and it was like uh, the only person that got punished for it was like this low level black girl that was working at ESPN. Like she was just barely above an intern, and they punished yeah. her for it. But it was she like was the one who got in trouble. For yeah, it. but it was like it was like ten people there. Video. It was like ten people there. Like where are all the other people that they should have got in trouble? I don't know, man. I just I didn't know. I you know I thought ESPN was ain't gonna say a well oiled machine, but to just to get this behind the curtain peek so many different ways from so many different people. I mean, they're they're world oil sports machine. You gotta understand all the stuff that all this controversial stuff that ESPN doesn't have anything to do with sports. It has yes, it does. Race, culture, and politics. It, Kobe, Devin Booker for, is the new Kobe Bryant. That's just stupid. <laughs> I'm like, man, see that that's that's the stuff I be on. Like, I'm I'm with you. Like, I'm off the culture stuff. Like, cool, all of that other stuff. Yeah, all that other stuff is other stuff. But come on, bro. Like, that's what you mad at? Yes. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Oh, 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 how about this one? How about this one? Donovan Mitchell is the best jazz player in history. What? <laughs> one of them is still like the top three leading scorer of all time. What are you talking about, dude? Like, come on, man. This is stuff you can you can take three seconds to Google. Stop. Like, what are you doing? It's so I just like man, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. And you got Park up there trying to be another Stephen A. And I'd be like, man, why Jalen Rose show any longer? At least they try to like you Jaylen know what I mean? Jacoby is a good show. Like this that's an underrated. Way better. Way better. Jalen and Jacoby is underrated. I don't understand why it hasn't gotten as much pub or attention at ESPN. First of all, it's been on for what, about um, three a long years? time. No, no, it's been on well way longer than that, at least six, Bruh. seven years or whatever. They so need to the test of time. And then as I said, they just they're just themselves. Like they're not trying to be anything that they're Mm-mm. not. Sure. Yeah. Like I, I seriously think Stephen A. Need to. Re- I don't know if retires the word, but get a front office gig or something. Like, dude, come on, man. We get it. You be at all the games. Don't nobody like you, but you be at all the games. Ain't none of these new cats rocking with you. Like, bro, just just hang it up, bro. Like, you ain't got to be the dude forever. Like, it's okay. Like, we'll give you props. You ain't gonna never be Stuart Scott. You ain't gonna never be Stuart Scott, so you can let that go. But you I mean, know what I mean? But that's, I mean, he he gets reportedly he gets twelve million dollars a year, so I'm pretty sure they're like, hey, man, you gotta earn that somehow, some way, because um, we need to get you know every cent of possible. So. And man, he better travel and recruit other black journalists, since he swear he's black all the time. But I just be like, man, all right, bro, like, cool. I mean, there's some stuff that needs to be politically inclined. And I know some of the, uh, I mean, if an athlete does it, you know, of course you got to cover it. But it's it's, it's obviously like based on Stephen A. Smith's relationships with certain people. Like, uh, I don't know what's going on, but the world trying to bash Jordan. Like, Stephen A. Smith has a great relationship with Jordan. Cool, whatever. But it's like he's mad Kyrie won't talk to him. He's mad Kawhi won't ever talk to him. He mad Kevin Durant don't want to talk to him no more. So he just bashes them. And it's not like ESPN hates those three people. It's just that those three guys don't fool with Stephen A. Smith. So anytime he get to like throw mud on their name, he do it because he better because he feel like everybody should want to talk to him. 
So I don't think that's like I mean, on ESPN. I, mean, I, think, I think I think that's the I just think that's the new school mentality versus the old school mentality. Um, and I've had this conversation with you know people that you know are coaches and people that work with young people. Is that back in the day you used to be like just say your classroom, right? Mm-hmm. You you know you say hey we got a spe- we got a, a special guest speaker coming in today, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like man this dude he with USF. He went and got his doctorate or whatever. He don't come speak to y'all. The young kids would be like, oh, man, we get to hear from, you know, somebody who got a doctorate back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you bring a cat like that with all those credentials, doing his thing professionally to your classroom. What would your what would your students say? I mean, it depends on what he's talking about. If he coming in there talking about being a veterinarian and doesn't bring animals, kids ain't listening. But that's what I'm saying is that <clears throat> All that, all that stuff that somebody's been able to, to, to achieve and accomplish or whatever. Nowadays, cats are like, unless you, unless you say exactly what I want to hear, I don't, I, don't, I have I, what you've done and what you've accomplished means nothing yeah. to me. And, and I mean, that's that's the that's the old school mentality versus new school mentality. It's almost like, I, I mean, you know, as opposed to old school, you know, kids would come up to where you are. But now, new school, it's like you almost have to come down to where the kids are. It, it, it's just a different, it's just a the, different the, the times thing are that changing. Old school people are, 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 you know, not used to. But that's, I mean, that, you got to, if, you, if, if you're trying to teach somebody or deliver your message, it's your job to make sure the message gets through. You know what I mean? So, um, but I do know that it's a little different. Than when you and I were coming up because everything's hyper specialized now. I think that's why old school stuff don't work. And by that I mean like <clears throat> social media. Okay. People be like, oh, it's the worst thing ever, but it just allows people to have the hyper specific group that they mess with. Like, you ain't gonna follow Kevin Durant unless you following Kevin Durant. Back in the day it was well. We got four outlets. They're going to cover everybody. So we just watch everything. Now it's, well, I don't want to look at Donovan Mitchell stuff. I want to watch Kevin Durant stuff. So I'm only going to do Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. I think a lot of cats are, uh, they don't know how to deal with that new reality. Stephen A being one of them. Like, okay, he came up in the the 90s when you just covered the sports. And you hoped the biggest uh, draw wanted to talk to you. Now it's, bro, why do I need to talk to you? I can reach as many people as you can. You know what I mean? Direct, direct, you know, yeah. direct to the consumer, no, no middleman. Right. And, and it's, so with kids at, at the job, I mean, you got to know your kids. Like, I know somebody's going to want to do a TikTok. I know somebody's going to want to talk about Fortnite. I know somebody's going to probably want to talk about, I don't know. Like, it's, it's going to be a little different. They get to see all these different types of successful people now. And let's be honest, the loudest ones are usually the ones that got social media platforms. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. I think, I mean, this is something I just thought about, and, and I hate that I'm going to have to go soon. But is these, with social media and the media giving everybody a glimpse into, you know, people? People that are famous and people that have reached success is that 
we've we've kind of said we kind of tuned it out to where it's not as um it's not as a bigger deal as it used to be you know when we had to almost meet somebody in person or read mm-hmm. the newspaper or mm-hmm. watch something but now it's like we we see famous people we see successful people mm-hmm. all the time or whatever so it's not that big of a deal for us to um for us to be in the presence of somebody who yeah, like accomplish something like if they like your comment that's the same as getting a picture with them back in the day you know what I mean yeah so yeah. but uh yeah man ho- hopefully uh stuff changes man cause I'll be glad when we over this left right conservative stuff uh I'll be glad when we're over it too, man. Because honestly, it's um, and I'm not just talking about one side. I'm talking about both sides. Yeah, like I just, I'm just tired of hearing it. Like, yeah, man. So, yeah, man. Well, as I said, man, I'm sorry, but I got to run. Uh, so good. Go, uh, get the get the family going or whatever. Hey, Amen. But happy to be back in the saddle. Um, hopefully, we'll be doing this again soon. But um, thank you guys for rocking with us. Peace. Holla. Peace.